In the name of Jesus, Amen. shepherds, shepherds everywhere. What's with the shepherds? Doesn't seem to me, or nor probably to you, a, a very common Advent theme, but the shepherds, the preparation, the coming of Jesus, why the shepherds, why were they chosen to be so special? We prepare this Advent season, focusing first on the shepherds, with a shepherd's carol of all things. And there they were, out in the field, doing their job, tending their flock as they had done, some of them, for generations before and perhaps generations after. And in the midst of their work, their hard, dirty, smelly work that the rest of the culture of the day looked down upon, Shepherds, after all, were, were uncouth. They were the rednecks of biblical times, dirty, probably didn't speak well, probably used those words that your mom would wash your mouth out with soap if you used. But there they were, the scruff of the earth, shepherds doing their work. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. Of course they were. Angels are scary. We have angels amongst us as we taught our preschoolers here this week with their lesson about Zechariah and the arrival of John the Baptist in the womb of his wife. Angels bring with them the presence and the glory of God, but more than that, they bring the Word of God. They bring His command. They bring His authority. And everyone in Scripture that sees an angel is sore afraid. And so they are, filled with fear. And for good reason. They know their place in the cultural ladder. Do you know yours? Forget the cultural side of things. Do you know your place before the Most High God? Or do you follow our American culture which says, pull yourself up by your own bootstraps, do your work, you can do anything, and so you shake your fist at God and say, here I am, watch out. Or is your preparation for Christmas filled with a little humility? with a recognition of things done and left undone, a recognition of things perhaps yet to be reconciled between you and someone else. Thanksgiving was last week. Perhaps you're still rocking and reeling from all the family stuff. This was the first year I didn't have to go deal with all that drama but the last three days, my phone has been lit up like a Christmas tree with other members of my family gossiping and telling me about this and that and all that I missed. And they wish they were here with us quietly in Indianapolis. Fear. Fear grabs hold of you in different ways. Sin, the devil, your own nature. And yet the word of the Lord comes to those who humble themselves. The angels come as they always do, speaking first a beautiful, precious gospel message 
Do not be afraid. Fear not. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy. Joy that is not just for you shepherds, but for all the people. For this very day, dear shepherds, in the city of David, himself, who was a lowly little redneck shepherd boy, in his city, Bethlehem, the house of bread, has been born the Savior, the Messiah, the one promised of old. For God always keeps his promises. You can be certain of this, that that no matter where your life takes you, where sin dwells within and around you, there is yet the beautiful, powerful, and commanding word of the Lord. And not just through the angels, but now given to you, read to you, preached to you, for you and your devotions, for you to call upon in a time of trouble. This will be a sign for you, the angel says. You'll find this baby wrapped in swaddling claws and lying in a manger. And that should have been enough. Just that little message right there. But you see, where the Word of God is for you and for me, poor sinners, there is the whole glory and the presence of God through His Word, through His sacraments, in your baptism daily. And suddenly, there is with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host. Can you imagine? Praising God and saying, you know the words, don't you? Say them with me. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. And you might hear those words. And then the old sinful nature in you, the old Adam gets a hold of you. Is he pleased with me? Your own saving private rhyme moment. Have I done enough? Have I earned it? Am I good enough? No, you're not. But he was. And he is. Why the shepherds? Well, I would submit to you it's pretty simple. Because there is one good shepherd. All the other shepherds that you may chase after in your life, all the divisions, all of the fear, the worry, the sin that surrounds you, that which you do yourself, here comes the good shepherd. The one true good shepherd. God in the flesh now made manifest. The fulfillment, the fulfillment of of that promise made ages ago for you. And when the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Hey, let's find out more about this. Let's go to Bethlehem, which is exactly what a Christian does. Let's, Let's go to church. Let's hear his word. Let's look into these things. Let's talk about them with our children and our friends. Let's share this great news that that we ourselves had received. And they went with haste. And there they saw it just as had been told. Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. That the Messiah was here. That through Christ now comes and dwells all the glory of God. And he comes with a desire to save. To rescue you. 
to cause you to burst forth in your own shepherd's carol, to sing loud and long and live loud and long with a peace that passes all understanding. All who heard these words wondered at what the shepherds told them. And who wouldn't? It's otherworldly. It's supernatural, you might say. But Mary treasured these things, as I pray you do as well. As you treasure the gift that God has given you in faith, in the redemption paid for you, the blood of the Good Shepherd shed for you to redeem you, to buy you back, that you may be one of His flock, that you may be His own, and so you are. And the most amazing little verse in all of that stuff, all of that stuff that we prepare for this Advent season, is that the shepherds returned. They returned. They went about their business. They went back to work. They went back to their, 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 their dirty life, if you will. They went back to doing that which God had given them to do in the same way that you and I come here to this place or we say our prayers at night and we get up and we go. We go do our jobs. We go and serve in our vocations. And yes, it's hard, laborious work. And families, yes, can be difficult. But for us, we go wherever we go with a shepherd, a good shepherd. So why the shepherds? For you, that you may know why Christ has come, not to establish some sort of earthly kingdom, not to open up the checkbook of heaven and, and make you fat and rich and all the things this world lusts after. No, to make you his own. This is why this Advent season, we glorify and praise God as well. And we prepare ourselves. We look at our lives, our own lives full of dirty sheep. We look at the difficulty and we know and believe what Christ has promised and what He has done. And so even then in our lives, we are overcome with joy. He whom shepherds once came praising. Joy, great joy, tidings, glad we bring from heaven resounding for you, for you and all the world abounding. For God's own Son is born a child, and God the Father for you is reconciled. In the name of Jesus.